0: Welcome to an episode of Two Average Chimps. Your hosts, the most average of chimps, Mike and Matt, are two guys sitting in a garage with a microphone pretending to know what they're talking about. So please have a seat, pour yourself a drink, and listen as these two chimps discuss their lives in their 40s. You can find more episodes of this podcast on Spotify and at AverageChimp.com. Please be advised that this podcast is not kid-friendly and aims to be as offensive as possible. On tonight's episode of Two Average Chimps, Mike and Matt are going to molest the microphone and talk about absolutely nothing. Tonight's drink of choice is Jefferson's Ocean Aged at Sea, a blend of straight bourbon whiskey, very small batch, and 90 proof. Let's hope that's enough to lube these boys up. Good luck, fellas. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of Two Average Chimps Podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Mike. And tonight we are taking a big step and we are doing our first podcast. Um, We've been working uh, on the ideas, we've been kicking it around, and we finally decided to uh, pull the trigger. In true dad fashion, we had to find a night that worked around uh, our kids' sports careers, check with our wives that there was nothing more important on their calendar, and find a tiny space in Mike's garage for us to squeeze in a setup. Uh, and just to paint a picture, uh, we're sitting at a card table pressed up against some Christmas decorations and a snowblower. Uh, but we have the most important items here: we have uh, we have rock glasses, a bottle of uh, bourbon, some ice, and a microphone. So we are we're in uh, a good place. So uh, the question remains, you you click the button, why uh, would anyone take the time to listen to a podcast amongst the literally thousands of other choices out there? And uh, we think the answer is pretty simple. We are two relatable dads in our 40s. Uh, who want to talk about the uh, life in uh, middle age, uh, try to make some people laugh, make ourselves laugh. And uh, we're going to talk about our past, high school, college, first jobs, uh, which wasn't all too long ago for us, and uh, all the way up to the present. And then, you know, what we think, we're going to speculate what we think our old age is going to be like. Um, and that's where it's going to go. So the name, to Average Chimps, uh, comes from an idea I've had, I've been working on it for a long time, it's called Average Chimp. Um, and it's really just about being a regular guy. I like the way chimp sounds uh, better than regular guy. Uh, I just thought it was uh, it, it was catchy, and so i kind of been branding it, and I made a website. So here's my shameless plug to go to averagechimp.com. Uh, and I'm slowly but surely adding content and feeling out the direction I want to go with it And, uh, when Mike and I started discussing, uh, doing a podcast in the schoolyard where we pick our kids up every day, uh, I thought this would be a perfect place to tie it in and, and see what happens.
1: Uh, yeah. So basically we're just going to sit there. Um, we're going to be hanging out in my garage, shooting the shit each week over a drink. Um, this week our drink of choice is Jefferson's Ocean, aged at sea. It's a bottle of bourbon, 90% proof. Um, and we're just going to pick a topic, throw it out there and see where it goes and uh hopefully you guys like it. Um and yeah. That that, that that's it. So I mean, we we like Matt said, we we kind of got you know, we we kind of kicked it off um met through our children, always kind of clicked, always laughed at the same type of jokes. So we've talked about this for a long time and Finally, at that point where we're sitting and uh, sitting and getting it done, uh, I'm proud of us. So
0: yeah, this uh, you know to be able to find time in your schedule to actually do this. Um, so just to give you an idea where we're from for the three listeners out there, we are in uh, in Staten Island, uh, New York, which is one of the five boroughs, with the with the forgotten borough at the south end of New York, with the southern tip of New York State. Um, beautiful borough, beautiful place to live. We live on the South Shore, which is a really nice area. And, um, you know, we're, we're just a couple of middle-class guys, uh, so Stan Island's kind of, like everywhere else, there's a, there's a lot of very, very wealthy people, a lot of very poor people, and then there's the guys in the middle, and, uh, that's where we land. And, um, we decided we were just gonna sit and riff and bullshit, and, you know, this whole idea of having a podcast and maybe someone listening and laughing, and we got a lot of friends that are our age, you know, and we figured, let's, let's see what we could do, you know, let's throw something together, and, uh you know it's uh, it's a lot of fun to uh to get together in in a different kind of way it's not like hey we're going to the bar hey we're going to do this and we're not at a hockey rink with our kids both our boys play travel hockey so you know we spend our lives on the run as travel parents and uh this is this is a funny thing to be sitting here facing a microphone trying to think about what we're going to talk about and then thinking other people are going to listen to what we have to say. You know, we're, we're putting this out there. Like, yeah, this we're, is, we're throwing it out. We're throwing it out there. And just, you know, you can find it on AverageChimp.com and you can find it on Spotify and throw that in there. No. So
1: uh, we just decided to well, just give it a go. Just to we'll, do it. Like I said, it's something we've been talking about for a while. We spend every weekday at least a half hour picking up the kids. Just, you know... Just talking about what what what's going on that day, what we're doing that night, where we're gonna be that weekend, you know, and then you know, it's been going on for years now, and we had a lot of laughs, and we figured we might as well, uh, we'll maybe, go, maybe we'll make somebody else laugh, maybe make other people laugh, or you
0: us. or you're gonna hit stop and go to the next one and, and listen to Joe
1: Rogan. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, so this is this is what it is. So yeah. so we 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 don't really have you know we don't have like a a set script. We just kind of like. Kind of shoot off the hip, just you know kind yeah. of see where see where the conversation goes, and you know that that's kind of that's what we love about each other, you know we just sit there we're able to talk we're able to talk about something as mundane as the weather and the rain and it's cold, and then we kind of get into like some some you know other funny things we both like movies, we both like music, we both like sports, you know so it's 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 easy, and we feel like that we could relate to. To the average chimps out there.
0: Yeah, there you go. I like it. That's that's why we are the average chimps. We're just two regular guys that just, you know, go to work, do what we got to do, uh, take care of our families, and... You know, uh, we just want to have a good time every once in a while. We just can be dads, just be dudes. You know, yeah. just 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 a couple of guys bullshitting. So, um, was well, something that struck me while you were saying that was uh, I had this conversation with someone about guys are simple, right? Guys are really easy. Like I've been, I've had to go to parties with my wife, like for her work or someone's getting married, right? And I got to go to the party. I don't stress it. Like I have, like I always say to my wife when I'm done getting dressed, do I look like Matt's Milano. Like, am I do, do I? do I look like? She's like, yes. You. Look. I go. That's it. That's it. I wear a suit. I put a tie on, I can make a pretty nice tie knot, and and I'm good. Like, I don't give a shit what I look like, you know? You can't see my belt, so I don't care if it matches my shoes. And I'm going to this wedding, and I, and I promise I'll be nice to everybody, and I'll smile, and I'll shake hands. And there's nothing better, in my opinion, than going to a wedding or a party, and you are like a second class citizen like you are secondary mm-hmm. like I if I don't know like if I go to a wedding and I don't really know the bride and groom that means I don't have to fucking say hello to anybody I'm supporting cast you're back I'm, a, I'm yeah. background yep. noise in a picture yep. like I'm a big bald 100% ball bag standing at the appetizer lightly. you know what I mean like I don't have to say hello or goodbye so I can get fucked up drunk and I can leave and nobody cares if I was there. And I don't have to walk Aunt Sadie to her car. I don't have to go take a picture with some fucking asshole I don't like. I yeah. love it's my favorite. And then, so I will go to these parties and like, if my wife has to go to a party with me, she is stressed about what she looks like. Am I going right. to embarrass Who's gonna you? Who's going to yeah. be there? I look fat. I'm. I I don't care. I know I'm fat. I don't care. Sure. I'm showing up. I promise I'll be on my best behavior until i get drunk
1: all you have to do is smile nod and giggle every now and then wrinkle your eyebrows a little bit and just like you said fit in just but here's
0: the thing when you go to a party like that right let's say imaginary situation you got to go to a wedding with your wife work people right you don't know anybody you're gonna get stuck at a table you're gonna get stuck at that table that's right by the dj the music's pounding behind your head Mm -hmm. right you're gonna be right next to the old people that they don't even care about like the second aunts and uncles right? right and you're gonna be sitting there and you don't know anybody at the table in 10
1: minutes, you're going to be friends with the guys at that table, it, right? It, that, it's small talk 101, and that's the difference between males and females. Like you said, females, love them, we all do, but you put 10 strangers, males in a room, like you said, you're going to be bullshitting about who you here or oh, I don't know why I'm here, I don't even know who they are, and you're just going to start talking, go yes. get a drink and do it, where it's like the women will sit there and smile, and then you'll get maybe. The, you're like, did you see that girl's shoes? Or oh my god, did you see her dress? Yeah. It's like who are they? You know why are they here? You know how do how who, who are they? You know yes. so it's it's. Did that's, you see what she was wearing? Right. You could see her underwear ones. Like guys, I don't give no, a shit
0: guys. what you you know what I mean. So that's why I love that. You know you can go anywhere and just be okay. Yeah. Right. It is. I never stress about that stuff like never. if she's always oh, we gotta go to this party I'm like okay like whatever figure it out yeah All I don't I don't and if I don't want to talk I want I could just be that quiet guy sitting there drinking my drink I'm kind of scary looking with a shaved head and I, you know I look like I. Eat people, so you know I might I might be a little more Shrek than than I want to admit. Uh, so you know people don't you know if I want to sit there quietly I can, but I I'm I'm saying that a guys if I would not stress that I go anywhere I can make friends with guys doesn't matter yep. what it is and, and You'll it, find a way to talk about any topic. Yep. One guy will start talking about what he does for a living, and then you'll be like, oh yeah, I know a guy. Like as soon as someone says they work, oh my my brother was in sanitation or yep. whatever, like they know you especially in New York. Like if you're in a tri state area, you know someone that's a right. civil servant, and you yep. they're going to work in your field <laughs> somewhere <laughs> along know. the line. So it makes it really easy right and if
1: you're lucky there's someone that you know you know there's yeah. a friend or you, makes, or you
0: make a contact the guy right. works you know right. you, oh right. I know that guy and you can right. reminisce or whatever you know yeah but, but yeah just well that's that, kind of how we met right yeah, we, yeah. our kids are friends yeah and then our wives became friends and right. then we kind of got thrown in the mix hey I'm Mike hey I'm Matt we shook hands and yeah. then uh, yeah. I think I think it was the movie quotes that, that made us friends well
1: yeah it's funny because we actually had met we had both other individual like One of my good friends had worked with Matt and one of my cousins had worked with Matt's wife. So we were kind of, before we even knew each other, we met. And then after we had met and started to become friendly, we found that out. So, and then after, you know, so we did, that wasn't the reason we did meet. But then as we met, it was just funny because like you saw all the different layers. And then the more and more we got to know each other. Like Matt said, who's finishing movie lines, who's singing the same songs, who's laughing about this and you know, you're well, all those stuff. Uh, my stories. wife, we always
0: laugh because you like we like obscure movies and obscure comedies and she busted out a line and you finished it. And yeah. we were like <laughs> yeah. we like him. Like he's yeah, in the yeah, he's in the club yeah, immediately because in my house we can't get a word in edgewise you try to talk and there's like a disaster, someone's breaking something, mm-hmm. there's always a mess. So we talk in movie quotes and that's how we kind of communicate. We even text them and gif them to yeah. each other because that's the only way we can kind of get our, our message across. And, and Mike, I think it was Grandma's Boy, which is which is an awesome movie which Great I don't movie. think enough people yeah. know about. And uh, I forgot. I don't, I don't know the exact line. I think it might have been when he goes... Um, spoilers yeah. here. He was going to put the... Uh, he he gets stoned and he goes to put the stuff in the oven because he doesn't have a microwave. Goes, oh, you don't have a mic if You're a fucking hundred. And, and you finished the second love, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my god, this guy knows. He knows grandma's boy. And that was it. That was yeah. like, I was like, I love this that, guy. We're gonna be friends. Yeah, and, uh,
1: movie lines or like you said, quotes or songs. If you could, if you could relate to that, it's kind of like the international, not not international language. I don't want to say that, but it's more of you know, you, you know that you're on the same page. You yes. kind of give that look. You're like, okay, I like this person. Yeah. But it speaking of like of a grandma's boy, it's if you haven't seen it, it's a great movie. That's one of those movies that it was a classic. It was great, maybe a cult following. You can never make a movie like that again, right now. No, like in this day and age, that's one of those types of movies that you can't make in this day and age.
0: I think any movie that I like that I've laughed at, they would you couldn't, could, you couldn't get away with it right no. now. This is in twenty twenty two. No way, everyone is yeah. their feelings get hurt so goddamn quick. Yeah, you know, um, and and you're right, but that movie. That's a great movie, yeah. you know, and it's it's one of those movies that no one ever knows what you're talking no, about. And, no,
1: yeah, you know, it's uh, very rarely on. You know, no, I and, I had to buy yeah. it because I watched it so much. Yeah, I yeah. I will just
0: sit if we, like I don't on a Friday night. I don't want to watch anything. I don't watch any TV shows. No, right, right. Uh, I don't really. I don't. People Netflix and chill. I, don't, I have no idea what that means. I I do not. I do not Netflix and chill. I do not. I, my wife and I are so busy. Um, the God's honest truth is we watch nothing on a Friday night. We'll uh, we finally get to sit on the couch for a little while together we put on food network i watch diners drive and dives because it's mindless and i love guy fieri Best. yeah and i pour myself a glass of bourbon and half the time i fall asleep on it because yep. there's just no time and then i'm up at six o'clock in the morning on saturday going to a hockey rink somewhere yep. so our lives go a thousand miles an hour i don't have time to watch a tv show i've been watching Shit's creek for like i can't even tell you how long and i have like six episodes left and we still haven't had the time to watch it I just—it's crazy. We yeah, we watch nothing. People are like, oh, I watch Ozark. I watch this. I watch. am like, I I watch nothing. Nothing. I can't yeah, name a
1: show. So um, and 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 that and that's great too because you, it, it is chaos and it is hectic. But sometimes I find myself as much as I. It's gonna sound crazy. I love the downtime. But sometimes when I have the downtime, I try to find myself. I try to find myself trying to find things to do. Where there's really nothing to do when I should just be enjoying that time. I feel like I'm much more. Not productive on when I'm on the move, but it's just, I just, I, I guess maybe it's just because we're on the move so much that it's just, I feel more comfortable on the move now. I feel guilty
0: when I'm not doing. Yeah, something.
1: right. You have to try to find like, hey, what am I doing? I can't just sit on the couch. I can't nap. You I feel guilty that I nap. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because
0: yeah. there's always something <clears throat> that needs to be done because cause you're away from home so much working and then right. and then and then the the uh, the travel sports which you know you don't want to belabor the point but. Yeah, anyone that has kids that play travel sports you know and hockey is one of those where not only is it crazy expensive but we live on the east coast you know and uh, for us the rinks aren't that close we play in a lot in New Jersey we live in New York City and then we have to travel to Jersey and the traveling is bananas I mean it yeah. could be an hour to the rink you got to be there an hour before a game starts so yeah. you're talking about two hours right off the bat hour for a game and then sure. an hour home yeah. so literally one game is four hours out of your right, day definitely. and I have two boys that play right. you know and I might have two games in two separate parts of New Jersey in the same day you know yeah. so the the pace and then there's practice all week you know so keeping keeping that listen i love it i'm not complaining i I love that my boys are happy doing it but it wears on your it wears on your on your life you know like there's just no time like this weekend coming up i have uh i think five games in two days you know i'm all over the map and it's exhausting you know so uh the the time to to sit on the tele, the couch and watch tv just doesn't exist in my house
1: it doesn't doesn't find its way to fit in usually and and it's different Matt and I are both we are both in our forties, so when we grew up, sports were seasonal. you know you'd have the fall sports, spring sports, summer sports now they're all they're, no matter what sport it is it's twelve twelve months out of the year there's no downtime, like you said, our boys play hockey. But every other sport out there, just like hockey, they do off season, they do dry land, they do indoor, they do outdoor. Spring you know. ball, fall ball, right. winter ball. So, you know, so it's, it's not you know. Yeah. When I grew up, you played soccer and baseball in the spring, football in the fall, hockey in the fall into the winter. But, you know, it was just it was kind of seasonal. It went with the seasons. It was you know and eight you, to ten weeks, and then now yeah. now it's like I said, it's literally a twelve month season. Well, I think what happens. What what I've
0: seen is that, you know, every parent thinks their kid's going pro, right? So, at this point, you can't just have a relaxed... No. Like, everything else, it it caught up. We live such a fast pace. We've had this conversation uh, amongst ourselves before about how fast we live, you know, and... Everybody thinks their kid's going to the NHL, so they practice and skills and this and that, and you want to make a team, and, and, and then the, it's rated by letters. Like I'm sure every other sport is you play double A, triple A, tier one, tier two. It's bananas. Mm-hmm. And, the, and, the, and the reality is most – every kid that's on the ice is not going anywhere. They probably won't even play in college. I mean, it, it, that's the real truth. But – you can't let your kid fall behind because right. then they won't make that team That's so you're right. pressing all year long alright well as soon as the season's over we're gonna start spring hockey and then we're gonna get a, a power skating coach and we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that and, and forget about the money we could, we could go on forever talking about yeah. the money that you're spending but it never stops and w- there was nothing like this when I was no. a kid I mean yeah, no. you played little league ball or you played soccer or whatever it was right. and when it was over it was over everybody you know the winners got a trophy back then you, you won you got a trophy everybody right. else went home to fucking cry for over 10 minutes and then you were busy doing something that that was, you didn't even it. care. Yeah. You, you Get a a fucking participation trophy, and that was it. You moved on. You played outside with your friends. That was it. I mean, there was no trips like this. I mean, I I, I've done more driving with my boys in one season than I think I've done with my parents my entire life. Oh sure. Um, you know, so that's there's no comparison to when we were kids till now. You know,
1: and it's it's like you said. It sounds like we're complaining. We're bitching. We're mourning. You know, the reason we're as close as we are now, Matt and I, is because of hockey, because of sports. You know, we became friends, our kids are friends, and they play the same sports. But, you know, you wind up building your entire schedule in life around this, which is great. Like I said, we have great times. We go away on tournaments. We hang out outside of, you know, we all go out as adults. We, you know, we hang out with the kids and the adults. It's just, you know, it becomes part of your life. And, and it's it's not it, not that it's a bad thing, but it's just it's just crazy in the you know 20 years 25 years you know when we were in kind of that you know realm of things it's it's just a completely completely different world now but
0: to that point it's pretty amazing and and one of the things about why we're doing this podcast is and because we're at this middle point and so we've kind of made it to a peak so we can look down one side of the mountain. That's where we climbed up, and on the other side is where we got to go down. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's it's we're finally at a plateau. I'm forty five. Mike's forty, had An awesome fortieth birthday party. Um, we had a, we had a lot of laughs, and Mike got a black eye, which is which is <laughs> that might be an episode all to itself.
1: No comment. No comment on that.
0: Um, I, I don't blame you. Um, but but we get to see right now where we came from and where we're at, uh, and then and then where we might be, um, and so. It's it's pretty awesome where we are right now, right? Yeah. I mean, you're not rushing up anymore. You, nope. you kind of got here, you know. Uh, financially, we're okay. We got we got houses. We got families. We're, we're doing good, and we gotta hope we take care of ourselves well enough that we can go down the other side, nice and slow, mm-hmm. and and enjoy it, and not sure. be, have that pressure. I think when I was twenty. Uh, looking at where I'd be twenty five years, I had no idea, right? right. So when I was twenty two years old, I went into the police academy, and I basically gave my entire youth and up until I was uh, ten, uh, you know, till October of uh, last year, I was a cop my whole life. That was basically right. what I did, and uh, I blazed through twenty years. You know, right. it, it flew by, and I got two boys. My 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 oldest is fourteen, my youngest is ten, and uh, it, it it flew by. In, in a blink of an eye and now I am stopping to look yeah. around and this is a great place to be so uh, I think we have to appreciate this we really have to hold on to this age Absolutely. right because I think we're only going to start to decline like I think you know like this is the best I'm ever going to sure. be yeah. Um, you know, financially, everything. This is the best I'm going to be. In. And then I think it's going to be a slow burn down the other
1: side. And, and it's, that's you know, it, you know. You're, there's going like,
0: to be arthritis and sciatica soon. I don't know. <laughs>
1: you, you have to take your foot off the gas a little bit and like kind of, you know, drop it down a gear and, you know, not not to beat the movie lines to a dead horse, but... One of my favorites, and one of my favorite of all time, Ferris Bueller, said, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around for a minute, you could miss it. And it's like, that's that's where we are right now, and it's like, that's pretty much the basis of how this all came together. This was, you know, we didn't have this big plan, we didn't have this great grand idea, we didn't script it up, we just kind of talked about it, we laughed, and we just randomly brought it up, you know, in, in conversation, and... And here we are. We're we're sitting in in, uh, in my st- in the studio in my garage, and uh, just just kind of like, you know, keeping it simple, sticking to the basics, and just shooting the shit, having fun. Uh, I'll be honest with you. If I if I hadn't retired, there's no way
0: I would be able to do this. Yeah. because I right. I would literally be going to bed because I'd be squeezing in overtime somewhere, and then mm-hmm. uh, you know running out the next day to practice or whatever. So yeah. the fact that I don't have to get up in the morning to you know that early and and blast off to work, and then I I'm kind of like Mister Mom now. and taking care of the kids and and the house and everything, and uh, it's good. It's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. We
1: call him retired Matt. Yeah, hashtag retired Matt. That's what
0: everybody calls me now, which is. Uh, it's, it's a pretty wild change for me because I went from living that life and it is a lifestyle, you know, um, and, and pressing all the time and, and stressing about work and getting there and, you know, hella high water I had to be in and, uh, and, and I was always chasing the overtime. So now to kind of come off the gas a little bit, and, and now I'm enjoying life a little bit more, and I, and I, and I get to go to the school and pick up my son. Before, I would have never been home for that. So it would have been my mom or my mother-in-law or somebody, and, or I'd be begging and borrowing favors from people to get my kids, and now, uh, yeah, Mike, Mike would be picking up my, my youngest in the schoolyard every day for me. Uh, but now that I get to do it, I, I really do appreciate it. And because of that... Um, I, you know, I, I go down these rabbit holes and pictures and stuff, and, I, and uh, you know, those albums pop up on, like, Google Picks or whatever it is, and, like, you look when the kid's really little to now, and I'm like, I'm so fortunate that I'm able to retire at this age. You know, I'll have to find another career, but I get to enjoy this right now, which right. I really missed out on a lot because I was always at of work. Of course, yeah. You know, um, I didn't live that 9 to 5, come home every day, same time kind of right. life. So, you know... You know Burning the candle At both ends For so long Now I don't want to miss this part So I'm really fortunate That my boys are still young And I can enjoy them And then In a couple of years They'll be done with me You know They'll be busy with girls Or whatever And then I'll just go back And find something to do To keep myself busy But I get this Pocket of time So like I'm really Truly grateful for that You know For all this shit that I did I'm glad this is where I am now
1: Like you said The teen years We were all there We've all been there right And then they get to That point when they There's no age It's just all different ages for all different, you know, people. But they get to that point where then they become friends with you again. Like, they become, you know, they they love you. They're best friends when they're younger. And then they get to that age where they're too cool. You know, they don't really want to be around mom and dad. And then when they get older and they get more mature, then they kind of appreciate everything you did for them. They It comes full circle. And then they, they want to come and hang out. They want to go get dinner. They want to have a drink with you when they can, you know. and it, it, I, I'm looking forward
0: to it. Because right now yeah. I'm, I'm approaching the uh teenage years and my older one kind of doesn't want to be bothered with me um he's you know and and i get it he's, he's moving on to his own um you know his own world now and he and you know i remember being that age and wanting my independence and he's still young but he's he's trying to push back a little bit uh and my younger one is still affectionate he'll come lay on the couch with me he'll come watch tv movie we're trying to watch book of boba fett if we ever if we ever get 10 minutes to sit on the couch together but uh but he will look for me and say, "Daddy, let's watch, let's watch TV right. or do something. Yeah. Let's do something together." Whereas the other, old, the older one is trying to test his strength with me. He's trying to see how far he can take jokes with me. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, so. You know that i'm not i'm I'm hesitant you know I don't know so hesitant I'm not looking forward to this couple of years no, where he's gonna, gonna be like uh... it's gonna
1: get worse before it gets better yeah, but obviously.
0: then then I'm yeah. hoping that he comes back full circle and we can be pals again. but right now everyone it be, does it yeah, can't be his pal right now I no, no, gotta I no. gotta still lay down the law course, because he's yeah. testing the limits and that that's the, that's the
1: one thing it's like when you're going through it you think it's never gonna end then you know then when you sit back and you take a step back and you think hey I was in that same position. When you were a teenager, when you're in your late teens, you're in your twenties, you had all the answers. You thought you knew everything. You thought you were outsmarting your parents. You thought you're outsmarting the authorities, the adults. And you know, like I said, that's the beauty of it. It, it every it, it always comes around. You know, it may be different ages or different points in their lives, but they'll always kind of come around and come back. And then that's when you really get to enjoy it. When when they become adults, and you could you know they become your best friends. Well, they, they have, have to make their goals. bones too, right? Of they, course, they, yeah. have, they they, they have the to experience stuff. Yeah. And, and, and unfortunately, like like the way us and everyone else did, you're going to learn certain things the hard way. You know, I remember I, I you know, when I was I was a young kid on my the, the the block I grew up on, I was there was a bunch of I was like kind of in the middle. There was a bunch of kids like 3 or 4 years younger than me, and then there was a bunch of kids that were like 2 to 3, sometimes like 4 to 5 years older than me. So I was kind of like stuck in the middle. I was hung out with the older guys. And then when they got to that, like those teenage years, I was kind of like, I was kind of still a little kid. But I was too old for the little guys. And I always remember, I was I would always be hanging out with the older ones. And we were playing and there was a snowstorm. And I we were having a snowball fight. The guy kept telling me to stop throwing snowballs at him, stop throwing snowballs at him. So I threw a snowball at him and it hit him in the back of the head. And he just came over to me and he just... Put, he didn't he didn't hit me, he didn't throw me on the ground, he just took my head and just mushed it into the snow, and it was like, hey, I learned again, I learned at that point, and that point, I know it was something stupid, it was something simple, but I, if somebody tells you to stop, just stop, just don't, you know, don't try to do it, don't try to be funny, don't try to make the older guys laugh, just stop, and I learned the hard way, I got my face shoved into the snow, I, I didn't get cut, but I had like the big red, you know, <laughs> cold... You know, gash on the side of my face, and you know it's just those little types of things. I know it's like a silly example, but you know they're gonna learn certain things like that the hard way. Yeah. They're gonna push, 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 push. Maybe if they keep their mouth running, they get you know into a fight, they get you know whatever it is. You hope it's something small and stupid like that, nothing too crazy. But you know that that's where that's where parenting comes in. You know, you kind of have to, you know, like out my parents when I grew up. I felt that they were always, you know, always on my back, They're always breaking my balls, always telling me I couldn't do this, my friends could do that, you know, half the times they couldn't, but we had to kind of tell them that they did, and, you know, and then I got to that point, you know, Matt and I t- talk about this all the time, where I realized when maybe my parents weren't crazy, or they weren't the problem, maybe I was just that teenage, you know.
0: Well, when they said, when a, they said then, oh, you'll see when you have kids, you, you can't, know. you can't fathom it, but no. now if
1: I look back and think. Oh shit, I did that
0: and, and and you know my mother told me I couldn't do it, and my father said I couldn't do it and I did it anyway. If I would be killing my son if he did it. Of course. Because there's a good reason why he shouldn't course, be doing right. it, but you know, you you can't know it then and no. and that's I think that's that's a um it's that all That's old, a common theme for all of us yeah. and and you're going to live it. That's just it's just the, the
1: growing yeah. up period, you know? Yeah, it's it's that whole if I only knew then what I knew now. And it's like you hear that and I just hear that and I roll my eyes. I'm just like, "Oh. Okay." It's true though, I, right? It, but you you will and the sad thing is, it's very sad but true you'll never appreciate it until it's too late. You know, you don't appreciate it until after the fact. And then when you well, look back... hindsight's twenty twenty, You could always look back and say, you know, it worked out, but it, it yeah, could have certainly not sure. worked out, sure. right? Sure. I, I've done so many... like, And not, nothing crazy, but to the point where I could have gotten in trouble for it. Like, not serious, serious trouble, but like just like little dumb teenage things that you used to do that you would be like, ah, what's the big deal? But looking back, if you got caught doing that, you get in big trouble for it. Yeah, you then know. And now
0: you can do whatever the fuck you want. Right now, you're, right, you're right, right. I'm
1: saying when we grew up, yeah. it was you know you you could get away with doing that stuff. But back then, you you thought again, we thought we were untouchable. Like you know, for whatever well, we that's, weren't. That's the beauty of youth
0: is that you you feel invincible. You know, yeah. uh, and then and then as you get older, you, you you do shit that makes your ass pucker, and you're like. Ooh. Yeah, you know oh, yeah. You, When you were first got your driver's license You would test shit out And you'd mm-hmm. think you were smart And then all of a sudden That one time Where you just missed You know, hit oh, the yeah. pole or something, And oh, you're yeah. like Whoa, that woke you up It was a change sure. I, I'll tell you a story uh, We went to a concert One night We were I mean, We must have been like 17 or 18 years old And we just got our driver's license And my buddy was driving his cutlass He had this old white cutlass Or whatever And uh, we would come back From the concert Everybody was exhausted We had all worked We were kids We worked in a supermarket together and uh it was like five of us crammed in his car and everyone's like yeah we're gonna stay up we're gonna stay up and everybody passed out and he was driving and me and him were in the front seat and it was really it was like bitter bitterly cold out so we had the heat blasting and it made us nod out and uh you know where i75 is right right before yeah. they built over there there was before they built houses over there there was a gigantic tree i'm talking like a five foot across oak tree uh and we were headed right it. we had all we were all sleeping in the car Wow. And I just opened my eyes at the last second, and just a knee-jerk reaction, I punched him uh, with a left hook, and woke him up, and he jerked the wheel, and we just skimmed the tree. I mean, we oh, would have wow. been dead. The two of us would have been yeah, obliterated. Wow. We were probably doing 50 miles an hour. He fell asleep with his foot on the gas, going straight. We weren't even drinking. We weren't even dr- right. It wasn't yeah. even booze. It was It was just, we were exhausted. We were kids. We got went to school. We got up at 6 o'clock in the morning, and... Uh, you know, it was just—it was probably like one or two o'clock the next morning, coming back from the city. We went to go see. It was—it was, it was um, what was that show? J- Jingle Bell Z One Hundred Jingle Ball. Jingle Ball. Yeah, yeah. And we Jingle went to the first Ball, one, right. the very first one, and uh, <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean, we, me and him, yeah. we still, we still talk about that. Yeah. It was, it was like serendipitous like, yeah, like an angel right. came in and woke me up like it was so right, right. goddamn close and then after that I was like all right someone's going out someone's gonna be a designated driver yeah, you yeah, gotta stay that. awake if you don't feel like you 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 would never think of those things but no. until you have that like holy shit moment yeah. you know and I think I, I it's crazy to think back of that and how many times just everyday driving when you were speeding and yeah, doing yeah, shit oh, you're yeah. gonna get away with it until that one time and I'm sure you had a couple of what's, fender abandoned what's that know?
1: did I have that what is it is it the butterfly effect like, is that what that's called? Where it's like when you... Every little action you take... You oh, know, affects if something there. else? Yeah. So, like, you know, when you're driving and you get stuck at a red light and you're pissed that you missed the red light because the person in front of you was driving slow. Right. It's one of those situations yeah. where it's like God only knows what was ahead of you that you were going to go into, or what... Oh, we would hit that tree? And I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, you can't think like that, because then you would never be able to live. Right,
0: right, right. But it's just, you know, like you said... I mean, I got spared, I don't know why. I mean, I don't have the cure of mm-hmm. cancer or anything, and I don't know who shot JFK, but <laughs> something spared me, because in yeah. the last fucking millisecond, I opened my eyes, and, yeah. you know, that right hook, uh, left hook, rather, because I was the patient, left hook, it, uh, it saved that me. That but, it? Uh, but that's just funny, one of those things. I, I haven't thought about that in a while. You mentioned it. Um, yeah, so... I, I'm, I'm headed into that with my son now. You got a little bit of time because yeah. our, our two boys are the same age, so you got a little bit of time. And 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 I'm, and I'm. It's funny because it makes me feel bad a little bit that I didn't appreciate it so much with my older one, but I appreciate it so much more with the younger one. Like mm-hmm. I let more stuff go, mm-hmm. or I or I kind of catch myself before I get annoyed. Um, cuz I'm sorry I got annoyed the first time you know right. and when you're a young parent you're busy and that's the whole sure. thing like you, that's why we I think we had this conversation once about grandparents why they get to enjoy the kids mm-hmm. right cuz they've been there done that and they're not in that pressed position like we are right. like you have to get dinner on the table you got to clean up right. you got to get them to practice you got to get home they got to get a shower they got to do homework they got to go to bed so you're going full tilt all the time right. so you don't have the, the luxury of being to coddle them and no. whatever. Yeah. And, and my thing, too, and, I, and maybe I'm, I'm, I'm crazy, but I push them a little bit, too, because life is tough, and a lot of kids are spoiled, and they don't have that, anyone pushing them, and they just get to lollygag and do whatever it is they want to do, and I'm not about that, because I feel like these boys, our generation, like these kids, not us, our, our boys' generation, they're going to have to rule the world. Yeah Right I mean they're 10, 12, 13, 14 years old Like they're the ones that are going to need to be able to work and lead people and do stuff yeah. And there's going to be a lot of kids that yeah. mommies you know still wipe their mouth And, and yeah. you know and have to yell to them about their iPads and shit Like I don't let my boys get away with that stuff You know I kind of am hard on them because life is going to be tough
1: You, to you be know I
0: think, uh, I think a lot of kids are really soft right now Their parents are babying the crap out of them
1: And it's going to be a problem You mentioned it earlier with the Participation trophies And it's like look I'm all for You don't want You know Little kids You don't want them to cry But they do have to learn That lesson You know And like you hear it all the time At the highest level Whether it's sports Whether whether it's movies Whether you know Whether it's awards You Sometimes What drives you To take that next step To push yourself To that next level Is that defeat Is that loss Is not winning the award So it's like You know If you could learn That lesson and just kind of, hey, sometimes losing isn't the worst thing in the world, no. you know. And it's like that. Not, not that you never want to lose. Obviously, you whether it's you know getting a job, whether it's you know winning in a sport, whether it's getting the girl or the guy you want. It's just you know, you don't you ever want to, want to, breed to complacency.
0: Do that. You don't want to breed complacency, never. and that's you what we're breeding.
1: The problem is when you when you tell everyone that they're it like when when you say. It's okay, everyone. You know, don't worry. Everybody's a winner. It's like that. You know, then that means nobody is. You're taking away from the winner, and then the then nobody else who's losing is gonna ever learn that lesson. So it's like you gotta kind of, you gotta show them that hey, look, this is the winner. This is what you have to strive for. This is what you're trying to to be, so they can aspire to it. But you can't. You gotta kind of almost teach them the lesson. If you're not gonna teach that lesson, then it doesn't matter if there's a winner or a loser. Well, that that's the problem. That that's what happened. You know, it's not our generation. It's kind of like the generation, you know, the two, bef- the two after us. You know, where it's like you're seeing it all now play out. Where- well,
0: I think that's one of the things about the being involved in the travel sports, and you know, you're involved in the rink, and there's like a community, and you can mm-hmm. see the parents that, you know, never my my not my kid, not my kid, or you know, it's always about their kid. It, it's crazy. Like, I, I, it, I guess because I mean, my parents are were born in the in the '40s late 30s, early 40s, right? So that's my parents' generation. So I I come from a a little bit different of a cloth. I'm the the last of four. um, And that just never flew. You know, that just wasn't it. You never hear that shit. So for me, it's always a struggle when people are about my kid, my kid, my kid. And it's like... Your kid's not that great, dude, like yeah. and that's okay, like neither is mine yeah. i'm not I'm not putting no, my kid up no, on a pedestal right? like yeah, yeah. there's no pet there's no reason for pedestals, like who gives a shit? your kid is you know just make him a normal, healthy person that can right. you know just live life you know it's in it, there's so much competition and so much pettiness yeah. and the and, and like I guess I didn't play sports that much as a kid, like I really didn't play too much organized sports so it's crazy to me to see how many guys live vicariously through their kids, oh, you know, too many. and that's the yeah, pressure they put on their yeah. children, um, and that's and that's a crazy thing that you see that I wasn't really exposed to, and now as a parent, you know, my attitude is like, who cares, you yeah. know, and like, and then I see other parents that are flipping out, and I'm like, yeah. oh, did you play hockey when you were kid? Oh yeah, I played in college, and I'm like, well, that fucking explains it, you know, yeah. like so crazy they get about yeah. this stuff, and I and I, I just don't feel that same thing. I just want my kids to have fun, right. you know. I, I get frustrated sometimes for them, I guess, because I, you know, you get so wrapped up in it, I want to win, but a good friend of mine who's a little bit older than me, and and he, and he always gives me sage wisdom, my friend Anthony, he, he's, he's, he's an older guy by a couple of years, but he's really wise, you know, and he's got two boys that play hockey, uh, one's my son, my oldest son's age, he's got an older boy, and, uh, he was always giving me these nuggets of advice, and, and I always take them, you know, and, and to heart, and, uh, I was getting frustrated. My son was playing and there was a lot of stuff going on on the team or whatever. And he said, listen, at the end of the day, just ask him if he's having fun. You know, when he gets in the car, don't, right. don't, don't go over like where he made mistakes or where he should have had the puck or he should have done this. Just say, hey, dude, did you have fun? Because that's all that matters. And it really, truly changed my perspective yeah, on everything. Sure. You know, I guess I was getting caught up in it because yeah, you, know, you want to win. You want it. You want your kid to be the best. You want him to shine. Hey, I know you can do better than this. You know, I know you can do it. You're just, you're just not doing this, this, and this. It's real easy for me to say that because I'm not on the ice. I'm a of course, fucking, yeah. you know, big f- fat bastard. I'm, I'm yeah. not out there skating. I, I wish I could do a, a fraction of what my boys can do on the ice. They right. amaze me every time yeah. they get out there. And so, you know, what I was like, you know, pushing and pressing and I don't want you to miss this opportunity. And, and then I'm like, well, it's not, it's not my opportunity, you know? No. And, yeah. you know, and so now when they get off the ice, the first thing I say to them is you're having fun. Yeah. So, so my, my little guy... I say to him a lot, and, and uh, he came off the ice, he had a bad game, and he was real mad at himself, and he was like, oh, blah, 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 and I'm like, dude, you, you did fine, like, don't worry about it, whatever, he says, yeah, but we should have won, and then he was sitting in the back seat, and a couple minutes later, he was like, but you know what, I had fun, and they said, wow, it's working, yes, you know, it's it. working, yep. I got it, he, he, you know, the light bulb went off, and I'm like, okay, right. I'm happy about that, so, you know, it's it, so from where we came from to where the kids are now. I'm trying to push them to where I was a little bit. Not so much of like, oh, you should be getting a medal and an award for
1: whatever. Like you right. didn't earn it, dude. You know no, you got to right. earn it. You know. So, and that that that's like the like you said, living through the kids. It's when when you start when they when they when you push them to that point, it's going to get to the point where they don't have fun anymore because you're putting too much pressure on them. They're not going there to have fun. You're expect you know, at the end of the day. It, uh, if I get anything for a college from what they're doing from sports, that I I I made it. You know, I would love to be that the father, you know, like the, the meme or the video when the guy scores the first goal or he does it and they make it into whatever field they're in, crying in the thing with my cell phone. I would love to be that guy, and that's my dream. But in reality, you know, if he gets to a D two or a three a D three school with any kind of money thrown at him, I, I, I made it. That's it. I hit. It. I I made it big at that point. Like, look, I, I obviously I'm not saying I don't want him to aspire to, mo- to to higher than that, but I'm realistic. I'm not sitting here thinking like, oh well, maybe he's gonna get drafted in about seven or eight years. It's like, yeah, if he does, I mean that that's incredible. that, that that's that's I mean that's a dream. But the problem is too many parents, and it starts you know to what we said before, which. Whether it's sports or, you know, music or drama or anything that they do, whatever they're into, it starts so young now. And the parents just, they just see their child and that's it. They don't see any of the flaws. They want to, they, they mask all the flaws and they want them to be the best of the best. And they have them, you know, 10 levels above where Reality. they really are. Yeah, right, yeah. right
0: you know and, and, and that's, that's why the I sad have, part but that's why I have to separate myself a little bit and that's why Mike and I can get along so well because we both feel this way and uh, it, it's you know that's why we can sit back and laugh at other people you know mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's just you know we're, we're both in the same boat I mean you know if he was the kind of guy that was like uh, oh my kid my kid my kid I don't know if we could have these conversations but the fact that we both know you know we're lucky to be where we are uh you know, that's uh...
1: But We're both realists. I mean, like, like, like I said, do I, do I, do I? Obviously, I want. It's the same. It's that, that, big cliche where it's like, obviously, you always want better for your kids than what you had. And like, I had a great upbringing. I'm not complaining. I'm not going to say I came in from the streets, you know. But, you know. No, you're not gangster. No, no, you're not low G. I, I <laughs> you're say, not an G if my if and when my wife hears this she's going to be laughing I always, <laughs> I always I don't even know if they're going to listen to this i always say uh she'll ask me she'll ask me a random question she'll be like oh mike do you remember that you know and she'll ask me about this obscure tv show or game show or something when we grew up and i just look at her and i say Lauren, they didn't teach us that in the streets I know. you know and, I, <laughs> and <laughs> It's Based on Matt's reaction, it's obviously a joke, but she still can't get past it, so every single time she asks me that question, and again, it's different, whether it's a movie, a TV show, oh, do you remember this? I always, always say that, and I get the same reaction, and that's why I do it for the laugh that Matt did, that Matt just gave, but... um But no, like I said, it's not, it's not that it's not, you know, I'm not saying that, that, you know, I had a very good upbringing. It's just that you always want better for, for your kids. And like, you know, like I played recreational sports. I played hockey. I played travel hockey. I played in high school. Then that was it. I went to, you know, St. John's University, good school, got a business degree. (laughs) You know, and here we are. I'm I'm an insurance broker, and and that's it. You know, you're uh, not going to the NHL. You're not I know, getting picked I, up. I, I know I'm not bragging. You know, <laughs> I'm not bragging, but, um, you know, but you know, I I tell my I tell my I have two boys that play hockey, and I tell them I'm like if I started playing hockey when you started playing hockey, I w- I'm not saying I would have made it to the NHL, but but maybe I would have went, to, maybe I would have had a scholarship to college. You know, maybe I would have been able to kind of you know I started playing, I played in the, I played street hockey, I played roller hockey. Then I played in a clinic when I was probably like eleven or twelve, and then I played high school hockey. I played one year of travel hockey and then I played high school hockey. That was it. Now they start playing like my, my younger guy is six, he's playing, and my older guy is ten. And, you know, he's been playing travel hockey for four years now. I try to explain that to them and I have the conversation with them, and they just look at me, their eyes glaze over, and Yeah, they just not, you know, they're, they're like he you know, I'm I'm talking to him and he's just waiting for me to finish talking, and he's like, Oh dad, what's the uh, password for you know yes. and I'm like, Okay, all right, bud. just got here it is. So
0: that's how I spend most of my life. You know, you, you think you're going to like share these nuggets of wisdom and they're just not even nah. fucking. So I, my older one, we go in the car and I, I had to learn this lesson. Um, we drive in the car somewhere and he put his AirPods in and we got like a two hour drive and like we th- we didn't even pull out of the fucking off the street yet. And his fucking AirPods are in. And I'm like, I'm talking to him and there's crickets. I'm like, bro. He fucking goes a tenth of a mile, and you had even—he's like, he paused the music. Huh? What? Yeah. I'm like, you motherfucker! I gotta drive two hours by myself. I'm talking to myself yeah. on the fucking ride. Yeah. I'm gonna start rehearsing my podcast shit while yeah. i would drive I literally two seconds now. This motherfucker's like, oh, I gotta lay down because I gotta rest before a game. He goes in the back seat of my pickup because it's huge. He goes to fucking sleep. That's it I'm an Uber That's driver I'm literally it. driving With no one in the front seat I'm driving to a hockey game no. Two hours away in Pennsylvania By myself black,
1: Put a black tie on I'm like I'm not like like
0: getting paid for this it. shit I know So I, know. I tell them all the time we get out of the car Like they're like Oh can you carry my bag No 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 my friend I pay yeah. And I drive I don't carry shit I ain't your caddy no. That's it If you need me to tape a stick I'll tape a stick I still tie the skates with My little guy Because I'm going to tell you When well, my older guy told me He didn't need me to tie skates anymore I got, I got a little choked up I got a little choked up I did. I'm not going to lie. You're, you're, it's not, it didn't happen for you yet. It didn't happen to me yet. Yeah, yeah. when I you go it's... to Pee Wee's, they tell him no more dads in the locker room. You can't start, You can't tie the skates. And the last time he told me, Dad, I got it. I'm good. And he was so proud of himself. And I wanted yeah. to be. Pr- I wanted to have that moment. Of course. And I'm not
1: going to lie. I got a little teared up. I was like, holy shit. And again, that, that's one of those things where they won't appreciate that in the moment. That's something that they're never going to get in that moment. 5, 7, 10, 12 years from now. If they come over to me and say that hey dad thanks for little, thanks for uh, the early morning drives the buying the tape tying my skates do you, you know think they...
0: they'll ever say thank you I, I don't maybe when they have a kid in my hockey I think so yeah maybe. They, and the first I time think... they got to get there I up at five yeah, o'clock in that, the morning to get it to not a appreciate game it until then, I don't but... know man but I got to tell you I got a little I got a little caught up in that I was like holy shit and it yeah. reminded me of something which is funny but just riffing here but uh, I I read something one day and I think about this all the time especially with my kids. Um there's going to be a day was the last time your parents picked you up and held you. So it was the one day, it was the last day they ever picked you up and held you. and You'll never know what day that was, but there was a time when you just oh, got yeah. too big or whatever, you know? Yeah.
1: It's, and, uh... That's actually depressing because I... So I have I have a a 10-year-old the same age as, Chris, as uh, Matt's youngest, and then I have two 6-year-olds, the twins, and I still... I still could hold the twins. I'll still pick them up. I'll hold them. You know, it's getting to that point now where it's like... All right, you know, like I'll hold them, I'll hug them. But I couldn't tell you the last time I held, like actually held my older guy.
0: Christopher will, he does this thing when I drop him off at my mother-in-law's house. He will run from one end of the house to the other. I got to stand at the front door and he does what he calls a monkey hug. And he does this running leap into my arms and I still, I'll hold him. Like, I mean, yeah. he's, he's, he's getting big and it's hard, but yeah, I I man. won't let it go. I mean, he's going to start junior high school sure. next year and he probably won't even want to do it because no, he'll yeah. be terrified that someone will see him. Um... We went for a walk, uh, I guess it was this, the spring that just passed, and uh, we went for a little walk, and he, he, he put his finger in my hand. When he was a little boy, I used to, they used to just hold my one finger, you right, know? Right. And he did it again, he grabbed onto my finger when we were walking, and uh, I was like, wow, I can't believe, in my head I'm like, I can't believe he's still doing that. And right, then right. we got around the corner to where one of his friends lives, and he let go of my hand, like, quick. <laughs> you know, it was nobody out there, but he was like, "Oh God, I, you know, I can't yeah, see." Yeah. He didn't say it. There was no, no words yeah. transpired, nope. but I mean, I felt it. Well, you, you know, like, exactly. I knew you knew exactly. And then, the way and go. then we yeah. got past, and we went back around the corner. He held my hand a little bit again, and I, and I was saying to myself, "You know, I'm. So, I, believe me, I'm so appreciative that he sure. did it right then in that moment." But it's like it, 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 it comes to an end, you know, at some point. And in my head, I'm like, "When was the last time my dad picked me up, or when did I hold his hand, or you know?" Like right. you just don't think about it. You, no, you no. can't wait to get past those points. And and at fucking forty five years old, I would love to just hold my father's hand again. You know, like yeah, it's crazy. Right. Yeah, you just you, you, It's such a crazy thing. So when I distinctly remember, we were at the at the rink, and Matthew was like, "Nah, Dad, I got my skates." I take the I I I tie my skates myself, right, and I yeah. was like, "Ah, oh, that's awesome! That's yeah, awesome!" That's, pal. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, are like
1: proud of him, but you're still you're, you're you're looking for that.
0: But what's funny is we were driving, so Matthew and I were driving to one of his high school games, um, not too long ago, a couple nights ago. And Chris came up in the conversation about taping a stick or whatever, and uh, he said, "Oh, did you tape a stick for him?" And I said, "No, he didn't want me to do it." And he goes, "Well, does it make you sad?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Can I tape your sticks?" <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, that you could tape my sticks." You know, like <laughs> yeah, like was yeah, the oh, like yeah, charity. Yeah. He was yeah, giving right, me charity. Right, right. He felt bad. Yeah, right, he felt bad right, for right, me. Right, and right. I'm like, he's only fourteen. I'm like, motherfucker. That's great. Uh, so, so that you know, that's that is It's is a crazy thing, you know. Um, so our boys. You know, you, we get to watch them grow up. I, you know, I never thought about this part. I never thought about, you know, when I was younger, I thought, oh, I'll have a family, I'll have kids, but you never think about this stuff. Right? Right, I mean, obviously, no. it's too far, too far gone. But, you know, now I'm, they're going to have to live their lives. And, and I try not to helicopter parent. No, no. You know, so Matthew's getting to the point where he'll say, oh, can I, can I go to here? Or can I go to a party? Can I do this? And in my head, I'm like, I would never get away with this shit, you know. Right. Like my parents wouldn't have driven me or what. But I, I, I try to say yes as much as possible. Like right. this year, he he's going to a Super Bowl party without me, you know. Like this will be the first year he's not spending Super Bowl with me. Right. And I don't give a shit about the game. I, I really, no, I, no, I, no, I, I do not watch football. Like I, I could, do it for, to,
1: I, look like I love it. I do the boxes. It's not you know. Yeah. It's just more of like, hey, you get together, you hang out, you have a few yeah. drinks.
0: I don't gamble. I don't even put money on the game. I literally go because we, I don't get to see my dad and my brothers and my uncles like yeah. the way I used to. So I love to go to the Super Bowl party and I always make a dish. Like, I'm, I'm so glad to cook it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a part of being with those guys, but I could care less about the game. Um, but he's always been with me since he's a little boy. And this right. is the first year he's like, oh, I'm going to a party. He's a freshman in high school. He's like, oh, so I was having a party. Can I go? You know? And I was like, I, you know, as long as you get a ride, man, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, you know, you can do whatever you want to do, but. Kills me a little bit. I'm not going to sure. lie. You know, I'm sure in a couple of years does. I want to come back of and course. hang out with us, yeah, you know, yeah. but uh, I got I can't clip his wings, you know, so I'm no, like, all right, no. pal, go. Well, you well, that, like
1: you said, it's like I, I got to that point where it's like, you know, growing up, just sports, movies and everything, hanging out with, like, with my parents and, you know, you know I never wanted to hang out with him when I was younger and now it's kind of like, I'll always check in. And like, that what are you doing? You know, you're watching the game. What are you doing? You want to, you want to come over and watch the football game? You know, watch I go, we'll go to a hockey game together. And it's, you know, it's it's so much like when you're younger, it's kind of like, eh, no, nah, nah, I don't want to do that. I want to stay here. I want to, You know, now it's like you look forward for those moments. You know, yeah. and like you said, they will too at, at that point. That's my
0: hope, man. I yeah. mean, after all this, like you were saying before about if oh, they can make it a D3 school or whatever, I, I remember being at work. Um, and I was I was burning the candles at both ends, trying to squeeze and getting work done. And I had overtime and this and the other thing, and I was really stressed. And and my boss came in, uh, and he was like, uh, "What's going on?" And I said, oh, "You know, I got, I got so much going on. I got to travel, the hockey." And he said, "He's what do you do for? He goes, "What are you killing yourself for?" You know, I go, well, He goes, "What do you think they're going to go to college? Did you, you think they're going to get a scholarship?" Not not being sarcastic, he was asking right, me. Do you yeah. think they'll? You know, he doesn't know the sport. His kids play baseball or whatever. And I said, "No, probably not." Yeah, right. He goes, "Then what do you do?" I go. Cause it's not about me. I don't, you know, yeah. like I'm, I'm, I'm super fortunate that I can, I can do it. That you know, my wife and I can find the money and and we make it happen. I mean, it's it's a struggle. Figure there's no, uh, yeah. there's no doubt about that. It's not like you know the money's falling out of my pockets. It's it's pretty much my house looks like I just fucking moved in. You know, we don't have a picture on the wall. Our furniture's beat to shit. You know, I got, I, I you know, I, my whole house needs to be remodeled, but you know, my kids play hockey. That's my running joke. People That's come it. over and I'm kind of embarrassed because we haven't done a goddamn thing. I mean, I, I, the house needs to be painted. I need a new kitchen, but I'm like, eh, fuck it. You know, they, they're going to be out of high school and before blink of an eye and, and it's over. Right. So, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't do it because I they love it. You know, my, my, my little guy practices like a maniac. He's out in the backyard shooting on his net and, and practicing moves and watching his favorite guys in the NHL. And like, that's what I do for. At the end of the day, I don't want anything in return. You know, I hope. I, I, what I hope, forget about D3 school, is that they do call me up and say, hey, Dad, you want to come watch a hockey game with me? Or, or, yeah. or Dad, you know, Matthew III is, is playing a game this of weekend. Course. And, and uh, you know, right. and coming to watch the game. And, of course, I, I told him, I said, you're never getting rid of me. Never. I said, you're never right. getting rid of me. I said, I'm going to every game your kids at, have. <laughs> at
1: the ver- listen, at the very worst case scenario, they're going to have friends for life. Right? They'll be like, We've oh. made friends for life. Well, well we have. <laughs> we have. Our kid, our yeah. our kids have met have they they're friends with kids now that they're gonna sit there and say, I remember when I was younger and people would be like, I know me and him grew up, we know each other for twenty five and I would sit there and be like, Oh my god, okay, I get it. All right, hey but they're they're right now in that five or seven year they know that and then in twenty five or thirty years from now they're gonna be like, Oh, Oh, this guy. We know each other. We we start. We played. Might we started. We knew each other from might hockey. I that's and my that, biggest. And hope like for I that. said, if they do that, it's terrific. Like I said, if we've been if if you're friend. Michael and my Christopher are together, right? Twenty
0: years from now, right. doing a fucking podcast in a garage, oh, uh, nothing to make me happier, right? That's nothing. It. I mean, that's I, I would die in peace. Yeah, if that, if that
1: happened, that's, be in that's that's the
0: hope, yeah. right? I mean, I, like you said, we we've made great friends. I'm looking.
1: We have a tournament coming up. I'm sure. looking forward to the to the adult part. I oh, mean, yeah. that's gonna be a good. listen i listen. It's it's the funniest thing. And I know we've been talking a lot about sports, a lot about our kids, but I always see this. It's, I don't know if it's a meme, if it's on you know social media, but they say like you know a lot of people you know wait their whole life to kind of be able to meet their 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 hockey idol, and it's like I get to drive mine to practice practice or yeah. to their games, and it's like I yeah. know it sounds people are probably like rolling their eyes and being yeah. like oh <laughs> that's oh. You know, if you don't have kids, I get it. I'm sorry. I apologize, but. It's like I do get to sit there and you go watch the games and it's like look it's the purest of the pure they're playing for the love of the game they're getting yelled at they're getting told what they're doing wrong just to try to make them better and it's like you know and it's like being able being able to watch your kid do that it's you know as a a, a fan of sports it's i mean it's it's just and it's, it doesn't matter what sport it is it doesn't have to be hockey it, it could be, be baseball it doesn't football have to whatever be a sport. It, no. whatever whatever it is your child or someone you love or that you're friendly with you see them doing something that they love there's nothing better, you know, so...
0: And it's basic stuff. It doesn't have to be, simple. you know... It doesn't have to be anything more than that, what it is, you know? Just happy that your kids are happy and just appreciating the simple things in life. I mean, listen, I, I, I'm i very aware of how fortunate I am about things in my life. I mean, listen, you could always look over the fence and look at people with more stuff. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. but... Uh, I think we're we're tremendously tremendously lucky to be in the position that we're in, and uh, and we've got some great friendships, and and this this is great. I mean, this, to be to be sitting terrific. in your garage with a snowblower and and Frosty the fucking snowman. I mean, this is <laughs> this is uh, you know drinking drinking some bourbon. I'm not I mean. gonna
1: lie, it doesn't get much better than this. It this really does This is, is the really highest doesn't. of the high end.
0: I feel like I feel like when we were in college and high school, and we obviously we didn't go to high school and college together, but that um, that. That feeling of freeness, right? Like, you know, I haven't had this since then. Like, you know, when I was going to clubs on oh, Bay yeah. Street I'm and sure. uh, we were hanging out at The Haunted. The haunted you know, The, <laughs> the, Waterside. You, know, the boy, you know, like, it, it, it's just a funny feeling to yeah. just have this again, you know? Yeah. And uh, that's one of the great... I'm grateful uh, that I was able to, uh, to change gears in life. Yeah. Um, you know, I... I uh, it's been a big, big overhaul, big change, man. I was like slamming sure. on the brakes on something. But... Uh, you know, I, I was nervous about it, obviously. I mean, I wasn't, I don't know if I was ready to go, but uh, hey. circumstances are what they are, and I had to leave. Um, but uh, definitely serendipitous. And uh, that's one of my favorite words, because it's so true if you look around at life. And uh, I, am, I am having a great time, and this is like, you know, hanging out with my buddy, drinking some bourbon, and, uh, and just rambling on
1: for, fucking for an hour about the horse shit that nobody cares about. <laughs> and, and hey, like, like we said earlier. Said it once, and we'll say it again. It's not. It may not apply to everybody. Everyone may not like it. A lot of people will probably just like, "What the hell is this?" and move on. But hey, we're doing it for the love of the game. Sitting here, <laughs> shooting the shit, having fun over a few drinks in my high end garage. That's it. Yeah, no, this is a nice garage. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I like it in here, and the light didn't go off once. It hasn't. Yeah, we had an issue the, uh, you know, earlier on where I had to kind of. Ironically, I had to have a hockey stick to to hit the hit the light switch. As if well, it was, was a baseball
0: on. bat, I would tell you how to switch it out. Then i yeah. good. Ng, bat. no baseball. Yeah. So uh,
1: that's it. Um, so I think that was a pretty good, you know. Pretty yeah, good first run. I uh, hope everybody enjoyed it. And uh, next week we're gonna. Be if back. you actually
0: made it to the fifty-four minute mark, I, I hope I, I, so. I, I'm Cause did, so. I'm impressed because we did. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. And if you didn't, well, then you missed out on a lot of good stuff. If you didn't wait to hear about our topic next week, yes, which we have no idea what that's gonna be.
1: We'll figure it out.
0: We're gonna be we're gonna be scraping bottom of the barrel and talking about dick pics or something. I don't know. <laughs> So, uh, we are the two uh, most average chimps that you can find. And, uh, again, you can find us on Spotify and AverageChimp.com. And uh, have a good night. Have a good night, everybody. See you next week. Thanks for listening.